0: she's charming she's attractive she's gifted. Hi. and younger than your thought
1: are you she excited are sad. you ready lift well please she's welcome a to the stage
0: devil. And you give me the devil, huh? yeah.
2: it going? Sorry. How is it going? Good. Are you ready to have some fun tonight? Are you ready to watch some variety? It is the spice of life. All right. Here's my first joke. Here's my first joke. I'm going to center myself. Mm-mm-mm. You can do it. First joke. It's a little bit of a risk, but I think you'll enjoy it. (sighs) First joke, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Cause it's like in this room, there are two genders. The ones with pockets and the ones without. And this evening, I'm not gonna brag, but I do in fact have a pocket. (laughs) And what's in the pocket? Now this time, babe, ready to scream? It's a condom! There we go, does this work for your lifestyle? There we go. Now before you all get jealous, before you all get jealous, I know what you're like, before you all get jealous, they are um, bad condoms, I'm sorry. (laughs) They are awful, oh my god. They are both um, incredibly low quality and very cheap. Cannot relate. (laughs) But uh, they do come, because of this lack of quality, they do come in a variety of sizes. Some of them are a little snug, and some of them are a relaxed fit. (laughs) And a word of advice from a woman who knows, if you get the relaxed fit, have whoever loses it in you retrieve it. (laughs) Oh God, there is nothing in this world sadder than squatting in your shower, fisting yourself, (laughs) trying to fish out a wayward condom after the guy who lost it in you gave up looking for it and went home. (laughs) And you're there, knee deep in your own rectum, just fishing around. You pull it out of your bowels and it's squeaky clean. Thank you, life. Thank you, love. Thank you, Holland and Barrett psyllium husk. (laughs) Welcome to the Sam Hickman Variety Hour, baby. (laughs) Um, I'm feeling at home now. (laughs) So it's been so long. Oh gosh, I have to say this. I have to say this though. I have to say this. Environmentally friendly, conscious girl. In a push towards sustainability, this evening I will be re-wearing the costumes from last time as well as reusing a lot of the same jokes. So you could say I'm recycling material. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay, what's been new with you all though? It's been so long. Anything new? I don't care. <laughs> it's not the audience member variety hour, is it? <sighs> what's new with me? Absolute silence. So you want to know what's new with me? What's new with just to ask what's new with me, Sam? What's new with you, Sam? Thank you so much for asking. It's nice that somebody cares. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, what's new with me? What's new with me? What is new with me? What's new with me? Oh, you'll like this. Okay. The pills I take every morning mean that my hands and feet are constantly freezing, but my tits are getting bigger. <laughs> In science, we call that a fair trade. <laughs> I know that they're getting bigger because once a month I go and see a man who tells me whether or not they're a handful. He's not a medical professional. Just an enthusiast. I've been trying to get out and go places, you know, re-enter society. Wouldn't recommend it. Oh, I've been like trying to trying to go places. I've. Um, figured out one thing that I absolutely have not missed over the last two years of not being an active participant. Can you guess what it is? No. Men. <laughs> Why are they so loud? Oh. Anyway, anyway, as a result of being a woman going places and doing things, I did get COVID last month. Gasps. I wanted a gasp, not an ooh. Gasp! Oh. Good, you're getting better. <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad. Oh, it's nice that somebody somebody in the audience finally took a deep breath. <laughs> I know, I take it out of you, I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I did get COVID last month. Oh. Thank you, survived. Phew. <sighs> Would have been awkward if I didn't. <laughs> the Sam Hickman Variety Hour and Memorial Service. <laughs> Has a nice ring to it. Also, you're all already here. It's a very convenient time for me to go we have the venue, we have the date. Uh, anyway, I would like to thank NHS Wales for all the vaccines.
1: Yay!
2: Because my little COVID journey... <laughs> yes, I like uh, I've missed this much power. <laughs> uh, my little COVID journey was a single day. It was one day where I felt as if I had the worst hangover of my entire life, with none of the benefits of still being a little bit drunk. It was awful. All I could do for that one day was sit in my living room and watch all the high school musical movies. Oh, incredible, an incredible trilogy. Much like the Sam Hickman Variety Hour. I know, teasing a third show at the beginning of a second, she's confident it's gonna go well. She's also under contract. <laughs> Thank you, I'm scamming people. <laughs> they don't call me Sam the Scam Hickman for nothing. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so my little COVID journey. It was one day and then um, eight days where I was stuck in my home and every lateral flow was like, do not leave. So I tried to, um, I'll, I'll say this, honestly, my uh, penchant, my enthusiasm for staying home really dwindled about a year and a half ago. Uh, so I, but I did try and you know relive the magic of 2020. <laughs> I made bread <laughs> and I ran out of toilet roll. But, um, Honestly, the worst part of having COVID was actually the day after I felt truly awful. So I felt really awful. I went to bed. I woke up fresh as a daisy. I came downstairs for breakfast. And I coughed up a chunk of phlegm so thick that it got stuck in the food trap of my kitchen sink. (laughs) I was trying to, like, flush it out. It was not moving. I was looking at this disgusting thing that had just come out of me. And all I could think was... This is motherhood. I had to flush him down with some boiling water from the kettle before I got too attached. I know, I know, how do you know it was a boy? Well, you never have this much trouble with girls. It's funny because we live in a society that conditions children. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Anyway, it's nice to be back here out of the house, I guess. (sighs) It's wonderful to be here. It's wonderful to be here during Pride Month. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. (laughs) Especially you. (laughs) It's lovely to be here um, as part of the Queer Emporium's Queer Fringe Festival. Yeah, round of applause for that. (laughs) Lovely. I will say this though, queer, fringe festival heavily implies that there is a main straight festival. <laughs> but don't worry, the Ed Sheeran concerts were last month. <laughs> and the rugby isn't until the autumn. We're safe. <laughs> this is sports. <laughs> Fosse sports. <laughs> anyway, as it is pride, I thought I would, um, oh, I'm all tangled up, there you go, Han. As it is pride, I thought I would uh, regale you with our musical number being a pride anthem. I know, adding to the pantheon of pride anthems which I have written. You're familiar with my pride anthems, yes? yes. <laughs> Mixed reviews. <laughs> That's what they said. Anyway, I have two incredibly successful pride anthems. I'm sure you've all heard them, you know, on the radio or whatever. <laughs> The first one, I will sing for you now. Okay, shall we get a beat going? And I'll give you a little sample of them. Clap, 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 clap. Number one, here we go. Power bottom, power bottom, power bottom with IBS. It was obviously the first one. I had to, I just had to follow it up with my rap single. Rap, rap, rap it up, rap, 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 rap rap, rap it up even though you're on prep it won't protect against syphilis so wrap it up babe (laughs) condoms looking useful now anyway anyway if 2022 has taught me anything it's that authenticity is the new black and green is the new purple you can do it i believe in you get on this damn little thing (sighs) fight my costume as i get here If 2022 has taught me anything, that's the year we're in, right? Oh, good, just checking. (sighs) If it's taught me anything, it's that, you know, times are changing and I've been holding on to something for so many years that I feel like I need to tell you all. What key are we in? (laughs) Silly me. D. flat for those of us with perfect pitch. I'm wasted in this city. It feels so good to get that off my chest.
0: <laughs>
2: anyway, are you ready for my first guest this evening? Yeah. oh, you're gonna love her. She's fabulous. Our first guest is our wonderful comedian. Please welcome to the stage the unbelievably talented Jesse Johnson. The fabulous Jessie Johnson! Ahoy! (laughs) (laughs) All aboard! Hi! Wonderful Jessie Johnson, wasn't she good? Oh, did you have fun? This is the little filler bit where I get to just come and talk and walk around a little bit, show you off my little outfit. With a little hat, Ugh, I'm always thinking of trying to like improve the show. I know how to improve on perfection. <laughs> I've um, I've come up with an idea though on what to do during this specific bit where I just have to feel for you know a couple of minutes, couple of minutes, and I've decided that I'm going to prepare something topical to talk about. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, this is why I have to come out here and get you all to wake up. <laughs> Come the fuck on, everybody! (laughs) Let's go! Okay, so I have prepared something topical to talk about. One more time, I have prepared something in the news, in the zeitgeist, in all of our lives to talk about. Better, would you like to hear it? Yes! All right, here we go. In the news, something zeitgeisty, something that affects all of us. Here we go. The bike lanes. (laughs) You girlies been in any of the bike lanes? Oh, I love the bike lanes. Oh, I love, I love to cycle. I hate to drive. Unfortunate given that I am a professional harpist. (laughs) Didn't get here by itself. I love to cycle, I love to cycle. It's nice being able to, you know, still love to do something even though now I have been banned. I know, banned from competing in British cycling. I was so close to competing in British cycling. Oh, my God. I have a bicycle and an unfair advantage. (laughs) On the front of the bicycle, there is not only a whimsical basket, but there's also a little bell. Pring! You're telling me we're in, like, a little bicycle race or whatever. It's me, a bunch of professional athletes. They hear the bell. they don't think there's a busy lady coming through go on babe and i'm like and that's how i win the olympics yay oh my goodness i love the bike lanes though back to the bike lanes oh i love the bike have you girlies been in the bike lanes? good if you haven't i mean you know there's still time (laughs) it's wonderful we're finally getting you know good sustainable infrastructure in this city at long fucking last any reaction would have been nice. <laughs> oh, it's nice though, it's nice. Um, I, I do not like, however, the bike lanes on Newport Road. God, have you anyone been in them? Oh God, those fucking traffic lights. Jesus Christ. So, for those of you who haven't, we all have our reasons. The cycle lane down Newport Road has three sets of traffic lights. That's like the road, this Newport Road has three sets of traffic lights. Each cycle line has like its own little light. And if you miss the light, you have to wait for all the other cars to go. And then you get to go like your little car, bring bring. <laughs> <laughs> but none of them are lined up. And you have to stop at every single one along the way. So you're like, wait and 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 go. <gasps> wait and 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 I can go. Wait and wait wait hill. Anyway, anyway, I was going to a party the other day. Thank you, I am well-liked among my peers. It's a talent, it's a talent. Anyway, so I was going to a party the other day. I'll take it again. Thank you, I am well-liked among my peers. Should we do it a third time? I was going to a party the other day. Thank you, I am well-liked among my peers. If I say it enough, it's like a mantra. I've written it on my, on my kitchen window. I'm like, if I say enough, things. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I don't do the dishes. <laughs> I have a dishwasher, come on. <laughs> anyway, so it was a beautiful sunny Saturday afternoon on the cycle lane, and I got stuck at one of these lights. The one with the hill, naturally. And it was a beautiful sunny Saturday, so naturally there were other cyclistas about with me. Oh, environment or whatever. And I was like, you know what? You know what? This is a perfect opportunity to make a friend. We already have one thing in common. The cycle lane. Anyway, so I turn to the woman behind me, and I go, the bike lanes. You have to keep it open-ended. I don't know her feelings on them. I'm like, the bike lanes. This woman without flinching turns to me and goes, Are you Sam? (laughs) A hyper-local celebrity? I've been saying it for years. Finally coming true! Uh, Anyway, anyway, I was like, yes, very tentatively. I'm always worried that's how I'm gonna get served papers. (laughs)
0: Like
2: a cease and desist from Katrin Finch. (laughs) A long fucking last. (laughs) Anyway, 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 so I'm like, who are you? And, um, and it turned out she was um, a colleague of a friend who I had definitely met multiple times. And instead of being like, oh, it's been a goofy couple of years. Like I've been in my home for two years. I don't remember a single thing that ever happened to me. Instead of saying that, like, ha, 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 ha has, it's been so long, I decided to lie. I decided to lie, now I'm a very good actress, but I'm a very poor liar. (laughs) So I turned around and I said, of course I remember you. (laughs) She did not believe me. (laughs) Anyway, Laurie, if you're in the audience this evening, I don't remember meeting you before, but I will now. (laughs) But I will not let this one awkward social encounter stop me from trying to make a friend in the bike lane. Uh, no, I know. I won't let it. I mean, obviously, for you know the commercial value of being able to scoop all of these interactions together and put them in a show called Psychopath. <laughs> Thank you. The bike lanes. <laughs> Thank you. My one little bit that wasn't written four months ago. <laughs> Wow, well, are you ready for my next guest? Yes! Yeah, okay. Um, they are described as something, 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 the paper mache barb, bard? Bard of Swansea, Swansea's premier paper mache bard. Not a barb, but I haven't asked them their opinions yet. We don't know if they're a Nikki fan or not. Anyway, anyway, so, it took a while, but I'm glad someone got it just like COVID. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, um, it is boys, boys, boys next. So we will start with a chant of boys, 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 boys. boys. Please welcome to the stage the wonderful Boys. boys, boys, boys.
3: Good evening, everybody. Apologies for my late arrival. I had to get a table. For anybody who does not know who I am, my name is Professor Boys, Boys, Boys. And for anybody who does know who I am, you also know exactly what I'm doing here this evening. I assume as everyone's uh, undertaken the appropriate research for tonight's ceremony, I'll explain. Esteemed guests, I'm honored to be invited along by Sam this evening on account of my expertise in the field of camp paraphysics to undertake a strange and bizarre ritual upon this sacred Sherman Theatre ground. That's right. They say camp is the love of all that unnatural, and what pray tell is more unnatural than reanimating the dead? with a combination of ancient magics and advanced technologies, tonight we'll pierce the veil and reach through the void to bring back a lost spirit. The queen of camp herself. You heard. Author, activist, philosopher, and author of the 1962 hit short essay Notes on Camp, Ms. Susan Sontag! Right, as everybody knows, to undertake this sort of strange Camp Paraphysical uh, Ceremony You need a couple of things for p- stop the music Thank you. Uh, Strange and unusual objects to seduce the spirit and bring them back to our world I've uh, got some very camp objects here this evening with me so uh...
0: <laughs> A
3: transmutation circle!
0: So herself. I should told
3: Lady dies tiara. Oh, oh, it's a special commemorative. That's from the night that she found out Camilla's a fucking bitch.
0: He's
3: <laughs> you're you're doing a great job. Thank you so much. Um. Oh. <coughs> well, that's Cam. <laughs> um, oh. An ornamental garden figurine from Liberace's allotment. <coughs> That's camp.
0: Fits <laughs> perfectly. <laughs>
3: oh <laughs> Speaking of Pink Flamingos, I've got
0: a little bit of dog shit that Divine didn't,
3: didn't quite didn't Divine just didn't quite get that from John Waters uh, Pink Flamingos. It's my girlfriend's panties. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cam.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. oh, thank you for doing a great job.
0: Matt.
3: Oh, so now we have our votive offerings. There's one more thing we need to really bring her back into this world an incantation. <laughs> one last thing to really sweet little nugget of thing to bring her back. <laughs> everybody knows. Everybody knows Sue. Susan's on deck. Type, type, type bring it away. It's the 60s. Type it away. So always had a fag in her hand. Always just fucking smoking. Sue. Sue to smoking. And if I were a ghost in the, in the ether, there's one thing I want. I just want a fucking fag. Back. So the enchantment that I'll ask you to join with me this evening goes like this. <clears throat> I wrote this just for this ritual. It goes... Susan Sontag, do you want to have a fag? Can everyone just try that one time for me? Susan Sontag, do you want to have a fag? You could do the hand as well if you really want to, like, really get this ghost back here. Right, to, like, as I said, my humble and willing vessel body ready to be possessed by old Sue. Right. So, I think, I think we've got the votive offerings. Yeah, we've got the enchantment. Got the vessel, humble, willing body. Right, I think we're ready to go. All right, are we ready? Susan Sontag, do you want to have a fag? Susan Sontag, do you want to have a fag? Susan Sontag, do you want to have a fag? There's something coming. Keep going. Don't stop. There's a message coming through the void. I feel her in me. A message from the void. I can feel the message coming through now. I've been on the run, driving in the sun, looking out for number one. Susan take here I come, right back where I started from Guys, drive your gun, driving in the sun, looking out for number one Susan take here I come, right back where I started from Susan take. She's leaving. That was all she had to say.
2: My mic. You want to introduce the interval or no? Um, You've done so much today. You can sit down, hon. (gasps) Well done. Uh, uh, It's exhausting. I saw them do that two weeks ago, and I said, That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It has to be in the show. Anyway, that's the interval. Aww. I have to warm you up for saying aw, it's pathetic. <laughs> that's the interval. Aww. Thank you, we're keeping it short and tight. <laughs> Just like me. <laughs> well, you have 20 minutes, a tight 20 minutes, back here in 20 minutes, because if there's one thing I'm known for, it's anal. <laughs> punctuality wow you think so little of me anyway anyway you have 20 minutes so you can go to the loo you can go piss girl you can go to the bar get a little drink you can go outside have a fag it's not a slur if you say it in the accent interesting you could engage in my favorite summer activity what's your favorite summer activity should we do that again you could engage in my favorite summer activity Oh, I'm so glad you asked, okay. I would recommend you all do this. It is called, um, sit outside, drink water time. (laughs) I do it every night. (laughs) So every night before bed, I brush my teeth, I put on my pajamas, and then I go and get a big glass of water and I sit outside and I watch the sunset. You could do that too, but with the magic of (laughs) K'tae's. Okay, so you have 20 minutes. We'll see you back here. Can we hear a big round of applause for our fabulous first act performers, the wonderful Jesse Johnson and Boys, Boys, Boys. Let's play the music. Thank you.
1: Please welcome back to the stage.
2: It is, I'll say it. It is amazing the dresses you can get for four pounds these days. At the YMCA on Wellfield Road. (laughs) Wonderful dresses which you can then take apart to make into much nicer dresses. This was Monsoon. Ooh, it's silk. I know, it's fucking nice to get out of all that polyester. Oh, my goodness. How was your interval? Good. Did anyone make a friend? Yes. Did anyone make a friend? <laughs> Did you use that condom? We were all thinking it. Did anyone find love?
1: Love in the interval, oh.
2: That's my Arna Grande impression. I'm very good at them. Uh, you know, I decided last, last autumn, at the tail end of last year, that I would, um, funny tail, because it's like a butt. (laughs) I decided I would find love. Such mixed
0: reviews.
2: (laughs) I decided I would get back out there into the dating pool, you know, tip my little toe in. So um, I downloaded Bumble. If you don't know what Bumble is, um, it's like Tinder, but with unexamined white feminism. (laughs) the girl boss goes first. <laughs> it's me, I'm the girl boss. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I truly, I don't enjoy dating. And I decided that um, I would try and keep it as economic as possible, you know. So I decided that I would try and do a one woman bachelorette. Ooh. Like the TV show, The Bachelorette, yes? Okay, so I decided I would get as many dates as I could in a shorter period of time. Smart, clever, economic. So, I lined up three dates in one week. If you're wondering how I did that, I'll turn around again. (laughs) Fucking sells itself. Also, all of my profile pictures were me in front of my wood-burning stove. <laughs> Men love it if you can catch your fire. <laughs> I'm wearing a sticky bra. Don't worry. We're not free in the nip this evening. <laughs> That's extra. <laughs> anyway, and also the category of man. Well, you know, the caliber was pretty fucking low. So, three dates, one week let's go bachelor number one a park date (sighs) it's fine you know I get out the house I get my little steps in that's all you can really ask for at this point bachelor number two a coffee date in town (laughs) (laughs) I show up to this date this man decides that I am not funny I am coming up with some incredible bits and this man is just like the whole date I'm coming up with this one I was thinking because this was like last year I was thinking a lot at the time about Tom Holland you know spider twink I was thinking a lot as we all were at the time about how small his mouth is You don't notice it in the movies, but like when he's talking in his little English accent, he's like really small. And I was thinking a lot at the time about how Zendaya must have to feed him a single grape at a time. And she has to like hold it in there until he can swallow. Because otherwise the pressure will build up and it can ping out and hit her in the eye. Thomas, you almost ruined the Met Gala. You're lucky this year's theme was pirates. Because she'd have to wear an iPad. I imagine they do each other's accents at home. Anyway, I'm coming up with that. I can wait. So I'm coming up with this, you know, stellar, stellar material, fresh. He then tells me a very long story. It's a, very, it's a full 15-minute story about the time he went to go see the movie adaptation of Les Miserables. Thank you, French. <laughs> with a woman who talked a lot during the movie. 15 minutes. That movie came out in 2012. Fresh. Anyway, Bachelor number two, more like Bachelor number two. Anyway, anyway, a dud. Bachelor number three. Cocktails at the Botanist. Have we all been to the Botanist? Ah, oh, if you haven't been, the best way of describing it is that it has um, a bridge inside. Like it has like a little fake bridge with a little fake river. It's um, an adult rainforest cafe. <laughs> anyway, there are three very important things you need to know about Bachelor number three. Number one,
1: he's very handsome.
2: Oh, he's very handsome. Number two, he has ghosted me before. Nobody's perfect. <laughs> number three, he is very handsome, (laughs) ah! Anyway, 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 so we're going to the botanist and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna dress up because if this date is a fucking dud, at least I'll have like a cute little outfit, I can take a little photo, you know? So I wear this slinky little low cut number, not this lower cut. (laughs) I have to glue it to my body with eyelash glue. (laughs) That's important for later. I'm wearing these like beautiful new boots that I just got off eBay. I they're like a stiletto boot. I wore heels to this date. Impressive. I know, he's very handsome. <laughs> anyway, so I'm halfway down a slightly, a slightly damp Queen Street before realizing there's no grip on the bottom of these shoes. So I'm like sliding down to this day. i like, he's
0: handsome, I gotta get there.
2: I get there, oh, girls, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> ticks every single one of my boxes if you know what I mean. Mm, handsome, laughs at my jokes, meets me in public. <laughs> <laughs> a criteria, a bar very low rarely met. Anyway, he buys 3 rounds of cocktails at the co- at the botanist. We're having a wonderful time. Captain Moneybags is laughing at all of my B+ material. I'm there having the time of my life, basically workshopping this show at him. And he's like, he's like, should we get another? And we're three rounds in. I'm like sipping my little, the dregs of my Paloma, like, I'm not worth it. I was really worried somebody was gonna go, ah, and I would have to turn around again. I'll do it anyway. I just licked the microphone, gross. Anyway, anyway, um, so we're three drinks in, I'm having a wonderful time with this man, and I get an incredible idea. Can you guess what the idea is? I'm going to sleep with him.
1: (laughs) And I do! (laughs) Thank you,
2: thank you. So we're back at mine, I've peeled off this dress, sticky shoulders. (laughs) I've, you know, stripped him naked and checked him once over for any suspicious tattoos. (laughs) not falling for that one again. (laughs) If you know, you know. Anyway, so we're there. Me, completely naked on top of him. The goddess Hickman in all her glory.
0: (laughs) Uh,
2: Thank you. There I am, completely naked on top of this man. the goddess Hickman in all her glory, a bright light shining from behind me, a choir singing in the distance, my hair blowing in the wind. (laughs) And it is in this moment that I decide to do an impression. (laughs) Of Jerry Seinfeld. And I say, have you ever had such delicious soup out of
1: a twink's ass?
2: I've never seen Seinfeld. But it felt very relevant in the moment. Anyway, anyway, just, you know, in case you were wondering, obviously, no. This was not my first boudoir impression. What do you think I am, a fucking amateur? No, this is a tongue twister, but once, in an attempt to stop a man from prematurely ejaculating, I once did an impression of Margaret Thatcher. (laughs) The lady's not for coming. Did it work? (laughs) No, and now I'm pregnant.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Anyway,
2: in a shocking twist, this man continued, I mean, it's not that shocking, this man continued to want to have sex with me that evening on the basis that I stopped doing impressions (laughs) and that I was quiet for at least five minutes so he could fuck me. (laughs) He's very handsome. <laughs> and I am a businesswoman, so I did negotiate 45 minutes, a blow job, and I sat on his face. <laughs> I got a brain for business and a body for spaghetti. In <laughs> <laughs> uh, an even more shocking twist, this man continued to want to see me, like in public, Woo! suspicious. <laughs> but I guess for bachelor number three, bringing it all back for bachelor number three, I guess the rosebud was worth the thorns. (laughs) But now that I have ensnared a man with my feminine wiles, thank you. uh, I thought, you know what? There are so many out of you. There are so many out of you. That's not a phrase. There are so many of you out there who haven't found love yet. (laughs) And I thought, it would be useful for me to share some little helpful tips and tricks for dating for the girlies who can't, so they learn how. It is in the classical style.
1: I've been around the world from Cardiff to Newport. places. (laughs) But in my life of romance, I've always come up short. They say, just be yourself, and love will come to you. to make
2: sure he's suitably distracted. I like to throw in a little wink.
1: (laughs) But now that he is here, and I have played the game, if he should disappear, I have only myself to blame, for I have won his heart for all eternity. And now I know if he should go, Perhaps it was my personality.
2: Are you ready for our musical guest?
0: Yeah. Me and the musical
2: guest have a lot in common. We're both models. Her in reality, me in my mind. <laughs> we uh, both recently were on television. You know, I was in that celebrity cameo of that episode of Casualty, and she is a reoccurring character on the Netflix series Sex Education. <laughs> Similar credentials. <laughs> but we also share one very important thing in common. A dentist. <laughs> Who we are both falling madly in love with. You're telling me a man whose face I've never fully seen is gonna put both hands inside my mouth and tell me in spite of everything, I'm doing an okay job. <laughs> and I'm not supposed to fall in love with him? No! But we have both been trying in our appointments to plug this show. We're like, Hello, 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 we're his patients and we are trying them. <laughs> anyway, are you ready for a musical guest? Well then please, without further ado, welcome the absolutely phenomenal Asha Jane.
4: hi okay so my first piece isn't actually musical it's a poem even though i don't actually read poetry in public i uh wrote some when we were doing lockdowning stuff um yeah and it's about what it says in the poem (laughs) Uh, have you seen the goddess down the bay she watches over as the people parade as the people protest peacefully and pissed, as the people riot and must socially diss. Distanced is how it's felt for a year. March brought us tactics, marches and fear. More fear of each other, like that's what we need. More divisions and isms and visions of greed. But then came the goddess in blue upon red. I know she is one, there's a crown on her head. A beacon of beauty, a true piece of art, something to unify and warm people's hearts. She says, we belong here, and this is our land. She says to look forward and make future plans. Once best for our children to feel less like now, once our children can flourish unbowed. She's perfectly placed and poised down the bay, and this art is free, so forward, let's pay. And now I can add that to my CV. Yeah, I just wanna let you guys know that I shaved half my legs for you. I wouldn't even do that for a man, but I would do it for the quiz. Um, So yeah, like literally, that's actually very, very true. I I don't make any effort at all. I just stand and look pretty, I'm a pillow princess. But, um, sorry, I didn't actually come here to do comedy, but I'm just so inspired. I avoided fellatio for this. Can we <laughs> please? Can I please say this song so that I shut up? <clears throat> this one's called Hope. It's about hope. <laughs> <laughs> Dreams of better days.
1: You can find.
4: what you're searching for Okay. Oh my gosh, thanks. I can't even see you, but you know, right. Um, so, funny story is that I didn't really explain that poem because I thought it was obvious in the thing. But does anyone know what I mean by the goddess down the bay? Okay, cool, that's a few people. That's good enough. Um, basically, there's like this massive mural down the bay which is by like a project called Unify. And I remember like, seeing that people were painting this thing and being really intrigued and then, like, trying to search on Instagram to find this thing. And, yeah, I just became obsessed with it, basically. I have ADHD, okay? I, get, I hyperfixate on things. And for a week, I was hyperfixated on this piece of artwork. And I was just like, this, this, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe someone's, like, done this. This is a thing. And this came last year. Like, I think it was, like, around March last year after we'd obviously been through that horrendous year that we'd been through. Um, well done for making it through. Um, some people didn't. So, basically... Um, I don't know why I want to give gold stars for that, but, you know. Um, Basically, should I add comedy to my CV? You guys keep laughing at me. Um, Basically, I, yeah, so that's what that that poem was about. And weirdly, it ended up on some, like, McDonald's advert. Don't ask me where that went with that. But it did. Um, So, someone said to me yesterday, not yesterday, two days before, my friend said to me, I was explaining how I'm going to release the Welsh version of that song, so that song's called Hope, and the Welsh version is called Obife. And they were like, yeah, it's so great, I love that song, you know, because the meaning of your name is Hope. And I went, what? And they were like, yeah, like, the, the Indian meaning of the name Asher is, like, it's Hope. And I went, yeah, I knew that. I just wish you'd said that when I was doing the PR campaign for this piece. <laughs> like. Why did I miss that? Oh, this whole song is about finding myself, finding a place where I feel like I belong and um, finding it amongst a, a group of women and non-binary people in a collective called Ladies of Rage. Shout out to Ladies of Rage. And then basically, that's, like, that's what that, that made me feel like I was at home. Anyway, song's called Hope. And I've just realized my name is Asher, so it is actually about finding myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, in my next PR campaign for the Welsh one, watch out. Um, yeah, so this next song is called Proud, it's my gayest song, but I hid how gay it was in it because I felt like only certain people would understand it because my family, to so some of my family I'm just not really an out person and to some of my family I am and they're very proud of me and to some people I feel like it was, I forget that like maybe sometimes it's traumatic for maybe you to be on a journey for yourself, but... I don't know, this whole song is about trauma and it's also about being gay, so there we are. Please can we do proud before I keep going again? myself, raise you too, because you can't see things through. I'll stay away to keep us happy Okay, thank you. Um, uh, Right, yeah, this next one is a drum and bass track, which is coming out on August the 11th. Uh, That's about as much information I have. Yeah, there we are. I know it is coming out, like I did. we're in like a forest in a rave. Thank you! I never know how that one's gonna go down because it's so, so new. That's like the third time I performed it. And the last time was in like the Wales Millennium Centre and like there was all these like elderly people. Is that the polite way to say it? Like politically correct way? Probably, yeah. Not old people, elderly citizens were. Um, and they were all ready to go into singing in the rain. But um, they were all sort of like sat and dotted around the foyer and I remember thinking, oh no, I'm going to kill someone's nan. Like, and I was just stood there and I was like, but you know what? Well received, like, big up the nans. Like, like they were literally there, like, just just sitting, neatly, perfectly poised, but like, bobbing their heads, so... Um, I I, I freaked out when I came in here and it was a sat-down audience again. I was like, oh, no, you needed to save this one for something like Boomtown. But anyway, I'm going to shut up now. I have been Asha Jane. Uh, Thank you so much, Sam Pickman, for having me. I appreciate you all. Thank you for singing proud with me. Let's
2: hear it one more time for Asha Jane. (laughs) Get off the stage, (laughs) hun. said, if I keep talking, just tell me to leave. <laughs> no problem. I... <laughs> I love doing this show, but occasionally I do forget things. And I pinned a little note to my gown to be like, make sure you tell people that there is a trans aid Cymru collection in the foyer after the show. You know what I forgot to do? I forgot to assign a bucket person. Can I have a bucket volunteer? Okay, I can't get all the way up there, hun. Who's a bucket person, bucket person? I'm gonna trust Jenny more than Cristobal. I'm so sorry, hun. (laughs) Anyway, I mean, these are facts. (laughs) We'll talk about it tomorrow. Have you had fun? That's the end of the show. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you for coming. Useful phrase. <laughs> anyway, so I have to um, I have to say my thank yous. We're going to do a big group sing song. Yeah. OK. And then uh, maybe there's an encore. Maybe, just maybe, if I can find something to wear. <laughs> if I can get into that gown quicker.) <laughs> We had a lot of trouble getting it into it last time. Anyway, anyway, does anyone want this? There you go, Christopher, you can have the sign. A post-it, it's gorgeous. My dad got it for Christmas. Anyway, anyway, (sighs) okay, thank yous, here we go. I'm gonna speed through these so we're not wasting everyone's time. Thank you to the Sherman Theater, Sam the Scam Hickman strikes again. Thank you to our wonderful tech team this evening. Alice on lights, Ben on sound, and Kevin backstage. Oh, they've been good, haven't they? Thank you to the wonderful Alice Rush from National Theatre Wales for producing this. Oh, that poor woman has had to endure an entire year of emails from me. Oh, a martyr to the cause. Um, Thank you to Rhian Dixon for taking photos, I always forget to thank her, she's not here. Our wonderful guest artists will get their own bows, don't worry. Um, Who else do I need to thank? My wonderful friends, thank you. Thank you all of you. Thank you for coming this evening. Thank you most importantly for listening to me workshop material yet again. (laughs) Every conversation we are in, you're never 100% sure if it's genuine, or I'm like, I could use that. (laughs) That was halfway good. Um, Yeah, thank you everyone. Okay, we'll do the sing song. Would you like a sing song? (laughs) Great. We're doing the same song as last time. Famously, we will be together again, if people remember it. But I thought this time around, I'll teach you the chorus. (laughs) Sorry, I'll teach you the chorus. You have to sing, because we're singing. Are you ready? I'll teach you the chorus. Altos in the audience. <laughs> All right, it's very simple. We're gonna do two parts. Part A, part B. Pick a side, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna flap around this so it looks nice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. And mount the stool. Woo. It's better, isn't it? I had to fucking hem this. Anyway, okay, easy peasy. The words are very simple for the chorus. It is simply, as we travel on with a dream and a song, singing, we will be together again, okay? It's what we like to call functional songwriting because it doesn't really mean anything. And it doesn't have any rude words or jokes. I know, (laughs) rare for me these days. Anyway, so. A section, your line is
1: as we travel on with a dream and a song, singing we will be together again.
2: Have you got that? Doesn't matter. (laughs) B section, they sing
1: as we travel on, as we travel on with a dream and a song, with a dream and a song, singing we will be together Again. You've got this.
2: If we learnt, quite frankly, I will say this. If we learnt anything from the last Sam Hickman Variety Hour, we know my duet singing is top-notch. <laughs> that was when I went, I'm so horny. Never mind. <laughs> anyway. Of course, naturally, what key are we in? Deep. Uh, actually, we're in D. D-proper. Um, Unbelievable, showing you don't have the perfect pitch in this audience. Right through the
1: coals later. Now the evening has come to a close. My, how time flies as everyone that I hope you'll remember till we're back together
2: Boys, boys, boys! And the incredible Asha Jane! Fabulous. Hi. And I've been Sam Hickman, obviously. Thank you. All right, I'm coming, I'm coming. Hold your horses. Hold your horses. I'm coming, I'm squeezing into this dress. Oh, I mean, I made this back in November and on the ever-shifting sands that is my body. (laughs)
0: Let's be honest,
2: I'm swimming in it. And I can't get this zip up. Here
0: we go, here we go. Oh, Oh, it's
2: a two-handed job. Oh. It's all right. Uh, oh, there, ooh. <laughs> ah, there we go. I do have to give it a little pin, uh, otherwise it will fall down. <laughs> okay, here we go. One, two, three.
0: Ooh, <laughs> right.
2: Did you miss me? Um, I didn't change the shoes this time. Feel it really shaved off, shaved off a couple minutes there anyway this really will fall down so you're welcome <laughs> getting your money's worth tonight <laughs> i thought i would do something um, serious and by serious i mean mildly sincere i wrote this song a very long time ago a very long time ago four years who cares on my first album Back when I was being a professional, serious musician. (laughs) Did it get me very far? No.
1: The only song in my heart is for you. I've never heard such a lovely tune. And there's music. In the air now i know you care for me was silent until now